Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome in to Big Ten Football and Beyond for this Wednesday, April 8th. Lots to get to today. Tons of recruiting information to wrap up the week that was in the Big Ten. Some discussions and uh, some coaches that are in hot water. Should they be in hot water or not? We'll address that a little bit nationwide. We're going to get uh, into some scouting reports. Gosh, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Anton Winfield, Damon Armet, K.J. Hamler, guys that are on my radar. We'll see if we can get to a couple of those guys today. Some transfer news, not much coaching news, tons of recruiting information, as I mentioned, as well as a lot of draft information that we're going to get to, and including talking about some of those prospects. So uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get right to it. Um, I want to thank a great friend at 401k generation for bringing you this podcast. We would not have this podcast if it were not for them, pure and simple. They are great folks. They're high integrity individuals and just so happy to have them part of our family and be part of theirs. They are experts in financial planning, which means that they are there to help uh, explain, calm the fears be a consult on everything to do with financial planning. Understanding it, what's the best way to go, and that depends upon your situation, your goals. Do you know what you should be doing? Do you have a good feel for it? That All of that is part of what they're there to help provide consult to. So check them out. Give them a call. Give them a text. Tell them that we sent you, and uh, whatever your needs are, they can be there uh, with you and help you along the way. So uh, you can reach them at 1-866-998-5879. If you call them, you text them, tell them that we sent you, and um, they'll take good care of you. They're licensed in all 50 states, by the way. So regardless of where you're listening to the podcast, they can be of help to you. I also want to remind you that if you've got a business or something you'd like to brand, 
we can absolutely do that for you and love to talk to you about it. Just um, go to LandryFootball.com, hit contact Chris, and we'll get in touch with you very shortly and uh, see about making that happen. Uh, we know it's difficult times now, but it is, uh, I think, a good time to stay on top of it. not only your investments, your personal investments, your business investments. Things will get better, and we want to be here for you to help you through that process. Look, we're all in this together. We're all here to make everybody's lives a little bit better. I always stress every time we get together for one of these shows, whether it's the pro show that I drop daily or this one, what we're doing here is not in any way, shape, or form important relative to what's going on in the real world. But if we can serve as a distraction, we can serve as a way to maybe look forward to something, we can do it. And we're very fortunate in the football world. We've got a draft coming up. We've got recruiting going on. We don't have spring practice in college. I know that. But we've got a lot of things to be thankful for. And and there's a lot of hope and belief that we're going to have a football season. Now, and we'll get into that in a second. That's going to be decided by the people that matter. That's the people that are the financial experts. So we want to make sure that that is handled in the right way. But anyway, um, we want to make sure that we're here for you. So uh, make sure that you're checking out this show and the NFL show by signing up for Landry Football's conference call. And then always like to remind you with this that as we break down information and talk to you about we've got a lot more over at LandryFootball.com that we can ever get to here. And and from the time that we drop this show or, you know, tape this show and it drops, there's a lot of information that takes place. So you want to make sure you fill in the gaps with a membership to LandryFootball.com. The best offer we've ever had, 50% off. Just check it out. Uh, it'll get you access to a scouting department for less than a magazine subscription. So check it out today as We've got all the latest draft boards, scouting reports, um, free agent boards, all the latest recruiting information, and we're going to continue up. Look, it's regardless what happens, how it plays out, May, June, July, going to be busy months because we'll be breaking down a lot of players um, in the recruiting cycle and the recruiting end of things. We're going to be doing that for you, so make sure that you – Stay up to date on all of that information. We'll be putting boards and putting scouting notes together and looking at a lot of players. For the class of 2021, class of 2022, it never ends in the personnel end of things. So check it out, LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of that scouting season offer today. It's full year membership. So a lot to get to. All right, so I guess the latest scuttlebutt, scuttlebutt, so that did scuttlebutt around the world is of college football is Mike Gundy's statement. He said he's, his goal is to have his team and employees on campus and ready to go by May 1st and, you know, making bold statements and, you know, and kind of compared to, hey, we, when we have people with the flu, we do this and that. Folks, I, I'm not one of these social justice guys that, boy, everything. You know, I'm going to just take whether it's Dabo Sweeney Mike Gundy, Mike Leach, it's time for these coaches to realize to shut your trap. Just like 
I really don't care about the opinions of non-football people, whether they're doctors or lawyers or whatever. I don't care about what their opinions are about how they evaluate players and draft players and how to coach in in game. They have no credentials, and their opinions don't mean anything to me. The same thing applies to coaches and their view on when we're going to get ready to get back. That's going to be decided not by college coaches, not by college athletic administrators, not by college administrators. It's going to be decided by upper-level medical and government officials that are going to make that determination. And when it's good to go, be it May 1st, June 1st, whatever, that's their call. I don't like to hear guys make statements that they know nothing about. I get it. There's frustration. I get it. I sense it every day on the pro football side, getting ready for the draft. It's not the same. It's a, look at everybody's world being turned up. World is being turned upside down. We got it better than anybody else. Let this play out and let the people that know what they're talking about. It's irresponsible because there's some idiots out there. They're going to believe what a coach says. I couldn't give a damn about what a Dabble Sweeney or a Mike Gundy or a Mike Leach has to say about anything other than what they plan to do with their football team. Really. Certainly would be interested in their input on things that are reflective of college football and how they view it. Have no interest in what they think about when we should get back. I want everybody back tomorrow, too. I want them back if they're, it's safe for them to be back. I, it just really irritates me. And it's just it's irresponsible and it's stupid. It's nothing, and again, it's nothing wrong with saying, I hope we're back. I hope we've got everything. We, we really need it. We really need college football. We really need college athletics. We really need to get back as a team. We really need the season. We really need the economic support. Yes, 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 on all of that. But we need to be smart, okay? And, and that needs to be decided by somebody for more qualified than a football coach. So that comment is, now, is it the end of the world? Do we need to call for his head? Do we need to fire him? No. Okay? It's, you know, the social justice warriors will go nuts. No, it's not that big a deal. Just one of the things that you need to shut up and understand. It's just like, you know, um, making some kind of charge as a coach about, man, bring it on. We bring this this virus on. We're going to kick its ass. No, coach, this is not lining up against, you know, state U. It's a little different. You kick ass in football. You don't kick ass in this. You just 
we get the analogy and we get to stick to it, be as a team and all that. That's great. But it just shows that there are some people that just don't know how to phrase things. There are some people that may be smart in some areas but just are really, really not real bright when it comes to common sense and how to deal with things. It's just, it just, it's not a good look. Mississippi State its athletic director, John Cohen, released a statement on Tuesday. He condemned the social media post by Mike Leach. Um, in which Mike Leach, he was talking about the, uh, you're referencing the fact that of a wife who's been quarantined with her husband, knitting um, a mask, which was really a noose. First of all, it's not funny, Mike. It's not even funny. Um, but you don't. Just the lack of awareness and the lack of common sense. You know, the point is, hey, you're quarantined with your loved ones, and they're going to be glad when you're the hell out of the house. That's, yeah, we can all kind of joke and laugh on that. That's true. Say something along those lines. If you don't have the common sense to come up with something, you don't do it. And what have I said about Mike Leach? And I've even answered a question, I believe, that, you know, Mike is, is a bright guy. He's lacking in common sense. And when you say things in Lubbock, Texas, and Pullman, Washington, it doesn't matter. You can't go to Mississippi and talk about a noose or anything like that. My God, these are the guys you're recruiting. He made a comment, a political comment, about a month ago. You don't make political comments. Because if you're a far-right guy... Most of the kids you're recruiting and their parents are not going to like what you're selling or preaching. And if you don't keep those comments to yourself, a very mediocre recruiter as you are is going to even be tougher in that state. He's already having a hard time fitting in. Mike has a hard time fitting into society to begin with. And I know people love the quirkiness. Quirkiness is one thing. Common sense stupidity is another. He just doesn't get it. He thinks he's cute. And it just kind of fits his gimmicky style. Just, you know, he's not nearly as good a coach as he purports to be, and he's kind of convinced people to be. He's kind of played the, the really weird guy that's smart. He's smart. He's, you know, a lawyer. A lot of guys are really smart. A lot of coaches I've met that are smarter than Mike Leach. I haven't met many that are as goofy or as socially awkward as he is. Just doesn't – why say something? It's stupid. So now the athletic director, you got to come out or feel the need you have to come out and address it because, I mean, these are people that are – going to be supporting your university, going to be coming to your university, and there is no doubt that Mike Leach, in my mind, meant any harm by this. 
That's the point. He's brought all of this upon himself because he continues to say stupid things. Dabble Sweeney continues to say stupid things. Mike Gundy says stupid things. These people that are lacking in common sense sometimes stick their foot in their mouth so far. And, look, it's just unnecessary. It's one of the reasons why I've always felt like Mike was going to be an awkward fit at Mississippi State, and he will be. He'll get exposed. I thought it would at least take to a football season before we really get him exposed and wait till he starts to lose and he starts to throw his players under the bus left and right. Stuff that he's done at Washington State at Texas Tech that, you know, basically went unnoticed. But because he's in the SEC and there's a whole network and there's that's going to be focused on a lot more. Going to be interesting. Just dumb comments, unnecessary, not even funny. Doesn't make any sense. Let's get into some Big Ten news. Some transfer news around the league this week. Penn State Redshirt Jr. Mac Hippenhammer has entered the transfer portal. 5'11", 177. It's not on their roster anymore. He, um, he's been interested in got a baseball career. Three-star recruit, played on the baseball team last spring at Penn State. Didn't participate in spring practice. Um, caught one pass in 19 and, um, you know, caught this transfer thing, you know, uh, is a thinning of the depth for Penn State. By the way, let me let me, let me uh, backtrack a little bit too. I, I, I say the same thing, and, and he didn't get criticized for it, but in my mind he did. Same thing for James Franklin. Oh, we, I think we should shut down the season. We should do this, shut down the whole country. James, same thing to you. Shut up. You know, if that's what we should do, then let the powers that be and the people that know what the hell they're talking about do it. I get it. Everybody has an opinion. We don't need to hear your opinion on that. Your opinion doesn't matter. You have no credentials. So it's not about, well, I don't like the opinion, so shut up. I don't like anybody's opinion on things that they're not qualified to talk about. Now, maybe that makes me an a-hole, but that's kind of how I feel. Anyway, some coaching news. Michigan State hired former Colorado cornerbacks coach Travarius Tillman to serve as the defensive analyst. Former Colorado head coach and Michigan State head coach currently Mel Tucker continues to pillage his former staff. Um, Tillman played for seven years in the NFL before transitioning into coaching, spent three years as an assistant at Georgia where Tucker was the defensive coordinator. Tillman uh, followed Tucker to, to Colorado. Now we'll follow him again to Michigan State, uh, Michigan State as a defensive assistant. Well, I got tons, I mean tons of recruiting information this past week, recruiting news. Uh, let's get to it. Uncommitted four-star safety Jalen Reed is now going to make his college choice on April 9th, which is going to be on Thursday, and we'll have it for you, uh, likely on Friday's show if he does announce it. Six foot, 190 pounders. Originally said he was going to make his choice on May 10th, but he's moving it up a month, deciding between Penn State, Michigan State, Georgia, and USC. It looks like Penn State are the prohibitive favorite, uh, to land Reed, and we'll see if they can reel him in on Thursday. Four-star wide receiver 
prospect Junior Alexander announced the top six schools in contention for his commitment. It's rated as the top 50 type receiver in the country, ninth best prospect out of the state of Washington recruiting cycle. Received 14 offers. It's considered the most sought-after receiver on the West Coast. Top six schools are Minnesota from the Big Ten, Arizona State, Cal, Utah, Washington, and Washington State. So we wanted to check in as mention him here as it's mostly Pac-12 choices, but Minnesota is in the mix, so good for them to be in the mix with a four-star kit. Let's see if they can get them out of the west part of the country, state of Washington. North Carolina, we've talked about them on the ACC show and how good of a class they've had. They're tied with Ohio State. The most four-star commitments in the 2021 recruiting cycle. We know the job that Mac Brown has turned um, – Things around at North Carolina, um, really, really good. But Ohio State, steady as she goes, continues to just be a dynamo in recruiting under Ryan Day. No drop-off at all. As Some thought that might be the one question mark about Ryan Day. Uh, he's answered that um, and, then, and then some. Uncommitted four-star wide receiver, Denzel Burke, announces top ten schools – they are Ohio State, LSU, Oregon, Washington, Texas, Arizona State, Auburn, Nebraska, USC, and Colorado. So Nebraska and Ohio State, two Big Ten schools amongst his ten. One of the best athletes in this class. Ten is a large number and got to narrow it down a little bit more. But particularly Ohio State, definitely strongly in the mix, in the mix there. Uncommitted three-star running back Brandon Epton Jr. is going to announce his commitment on May 1st. Believe it to be down to five universities, Cal, Purdue, Texas Tech, Arizona State, SMU, all still to be uh, in play. Uh, the Mustangs are the prohibitive favorites uh, there for the 6'1", 181-pound tailback. We'll see if Purdue can hang in there. He is a top 100 player in the state and um, one of the top 50, 60 running backs in the country. Ohio State, speaking of them, uh, top contender for uncommitted four-star defensive tackle, Taiwan Malone. Um, Rutgers, believe it or not, is in the mix. A&M, Ole Miss are contenders. He's from Ardell, New Jersey, so that's the reason why Rutgers in it. But still news when Rutgers can be on the short list for a prospect, a top prospect in the state of New Jersey. Greg Schiano. It's early, but he's already done a better job than I thought he would do, at least kind of opening things up and getting kids to come in and listen to his spiel. And maybe, maybe just maybe, the fact that we're having the social distancing and you can't visit, maybe all those local kids are more inclined to think local since they can't go anywhere. I I don't know if that's going to hold up. I don't know if that's something um, they're going to be able to hold through through December. We'll see. We don't know that, won't know that. But it's impressive to see them, at least in the mix. Impressive to see Ole Miss in there. A&M expected, Ohio State definitely expected. But Rutgers Ole Miss, intriguing names in his short list. Uncommitted four-star wide receiver Caden Prather 
is um, put his top five in. And Maryland and Penn State are two Big Ten schools in the mix, along with South Carolina, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. Plans on taking all five of his visits. Physical wideout, 6-3-2-10. Germantown, Maryland native. Uncommitted four-star linebacker Aaron Willis plans on making his commitment early fall. Six feet, 200. Got to grow a little bit. More of a safety build. Um, Alabama, Arizona State, LSU, Maryland, Michigan, Tennessee, Texas are all in the mix for this Baltimore native. Alabama, Maryland, Michigan look to be the front runners. Alabama, the the front of the front runner, but a guy that can really run. Good-looking player there. Four-star quarterback, Caden Salter. We've talked about him a little bit on a couple of other shows. He's down the top 11. I hate to talk about top 11 since it's such a huge number, but Michigan State is the only Big Ten school in the mix for the young man. He's from Cedar Hill, Texas. Uh, Auburn, Tennessee, Baylor, Kansas, Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Louisville, Utah, Ole Miss, and UCLA are the other ones to make the cut of his, if you want to call it that, to top 11. Four-star guard Josh Simmons has backed up his verbal commitment to Oregon. He committed to them in January, but he's got some offers mainly that have impressed him from Michigan and Penn State. And he wants to take a look at things. So we'll see if the Penn State um, and Michigan suitors uh, on the staff can get him flipped. Uh, He's one of the top 50 prospects in this class. One of the better guards in the country. Hate Minnesota receiving a verbal commitment from three-star wide receiver Brady Boyd. Picked the Golden Gophers. Um. Over Oklahoma State, Kansas, Utah, Texas Tech, 6'1", 175. Uh, South Lake Carroll High School. Famous high school, Chase Daniels, Drew Brees. Um, a top 100 prospect nationally, uh, receiver nationally. And top 100 in the state of Texas. Second receiver commitment that Minnesota had um, for 2021, six overall. Northwestern received a verbal from a good four-star linebacker. Mac Yulhine uh, picked Northwestern over Iowa, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Purdue, and Virginia. 6-1-2-15 linebackers, a local get for Pat Fitzgerald. Um, a top five player in the state of Illinois. One of the top ten inside backers for this 2021 class. Fourth commitment for 2021. He's the first four-star commitment to the program. Uh, and then uncommitted four-star linebacker Colin Oliver, linebacker, released his top eight, uh, Arkansas, Iowa State, Nebraska, Ole Miss, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, Utah. Uh, Oklahoma State, TCU, and Texas Tech um, were places he was planning on visiting before the restrictions took place. He's a track athlete as well. He's from Edmond, Oklahoma. So we'll see where it uh, it goes from there. But Nebraska's certainly in the mix. It's got a... Big 12, west part of the southeast type flavor. I mean, it's it's all it's Arkansas, which is kind of Big 12-ish. You've got Iowa State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech. 
And then you got Utah kind of on the outskirts of that. And then you've got Ole Miss and Arkansas in kind of that Memphis, Arkansas area. And then, of course, Nebraska kind of fits into <clears throat> not only Big Ten country but Big 12. So that's the reason why the Edmond, Oklahoma native is strongly considering the Huskers among the many uh, of the other uh, seven schools. But uh, Colin Oliver is a really good four-star linebacker. Michigan has got a commitment from three-star linebacker Casey Finney, Marshfield, um, Massachusetts native, 6'1", 225, one of the top 50 best inside linebacker prospects in the country and one of the top 10 recruits in the state of Massachusetts. Um, Really good player. Uh, Michigan also got a commitment from five-star kicking specialist Tommy Doman. Attended multiple professional kicking camps, rated by the scouting services as a five-star guy, can kick and punt, polished kicker, kickoff competition winner, scholarships from B.C., Colorado State, Washington State Air Force, but he is going to go to Michigan. Michigan also getting a verbal from four-star tight end Lewis Hansen. Um, lots of Big Ten and SEC schools are interested in the 6'4", 222-pounder from Massachusetts. As uh, mold of more of the modern tight end that Bess is working from the slot. Really good hands, really good receiving weapon. Um, good get for them. Indiana getting a commitment from three-star defensive end Cooper Jones. 6'6", 245 from Valparaiso, Indiana. Fifth best player in the state of Indiana. One of the top 25 best defensive end prospects in this class and a top, you know, 400 player nationally, heavily pursued again by Iowa, Michigan, Ohio State, Purdue. Good get for the Hoosiers. Uncommitted five-star quarterback Caleb Williams. We've talked about him a good bit. Just really good arm talent and mobility um, for the Washington, D.C. native. Uh, is looking at uh, Maryland and Penn State, along with Clemson, LSU, and Oklahoma. So Oklahoma is definitely the favorite for him. But two Big Ten schools are in the mix there. And uncommitted four-star defensive end, Michael Goodwin is working with a top five list of LSU, Alabama, Penn State, A&M, and Maryland. So Penn State, Maryland pops up again. Really good defensive end that's um, um, that can really get upfield. One of the top 100 25 prospects overall in the 2021 class. Really, really impressive young man. And four-star safety Jalen Reed is going to announce his decision on May 10th. Uh, We talked about him a little bit earlier and uh, still thinks like it's going to be uh, Penn State for him. Uh, Asked about, um, from a media type, about impact players coming into college. And one of the guys that I mentioned uh, was Ohio State's freshman, Paris Johnson. Um... Big offensive lineman that could absolutely help them early. You know, top 10 prospect overall in the 2021 class. You know, 6'6 and change, 285. Big, big kid. He and the defensive tackle from Brian, uh, from Clemson, Brian Breesier, the two most impressive ones that I'm looking for, at least at each side of the line of scrimmage. Some other news around the region. Western Michigan senior defensive end, Ali Fayette is a very underrated player that I'd like for you to keep an eye out on this year. 
Uh, very impressive. Um, good small college player. Going to be very effective in the MAC. MAC 62-55. Had seven and a half sacks last year. Twelve tackles for loss. Watch his get off. Watch his ability to close. Really good player. Cincinnati team we've touted as being a very talented team. Their junior defensive end, Majel Sanders, is another impressive edge rusher. 6'5", 258. One of the true sophomores that really oppressed off the edge last year. Graded out over 80% in the pass rush game. He's playing the six technique, seven technique. Put his hands in the dirt, playing outside the tackle. Um, he played just 49 snaps the year before. Uh, his guy's going to be a really good player. Majil Sanders of Cincinnati, remember him. Um, Lorenzo Neal, the redshirt senior from Purdue, is really a guy I'm excited to see under new defensive coordinator Bob Diaco's scheme, bringing in a 3-4 scheme. And Neal is 6'3", 315. He missed all of 19 season with a knee injury. Disruptive force in the middle. Going to be a healthy guy at nose tackle. Would go a long way towards helping this um, – Purdue defensive line, remember, sophomore defensive end George Kalafidis is coming back. So this could really help them out a great deal. Some notes on Purdue prior to them having to stop their spring practice. Jared Sparks had uh, the leg injury that he is, uh, an ankle injury, battled much of last year. We're hoping he can get healthy for um, camp. And uh, Rondell Moore looked to be really good moving well uh, before they had to shut uh, shut spring practice down. Uh, some draft news, and we'll get into looking at some players. Um, there is some talk about Tristan Wirfs. We heard us break him down and talk about his value and his strength. <coughs> Pardon me. He's in play as high as four. I'm not sure that's where the Giants are going to go or where I would suggest that they would go. But very interesting that he's not going to last long and certainly being in the mix there is very impressive. Guy's a rock solid. He's going to be a great guard if he's not going to be a really good right tackle. And mainly due to his arm length hurts him out there at tackle. But this guy's really good. And uh, good to see him getting a lot of acclaim. Uh, keep an eye out on Jeremy Chin, Southern Illinois safety, uh, linebacker type. That is 6'3", 221. Could move pretty well. Um, I, I see him more as a linebacker, but he's a hybrid guy. Um, I Look out for Buffalo. I know Buffalo has some interest. They've had experience also with Matt Milano in a linebacker safety hybrid role. Uh, and Jordan Poirier who's an undersized safety as well, is in the box guy. So they do a really good job with those guys, just Sean McDermott. And uh, keep an eye out. I know they have some interest. We'll see if that is a fit and if it could work out. Um, over at Minnesota, Chris Williamson is getting some play around the league, six feet, 205 pounds. Um, I think a day three selection. Um, guy can play, be a good special teamer. You know, he, he transferred – ahead of the 2017 season in Minnesota from Florida. Kenny Willicks is getting some play. I like Kenny. I think he's a day three guy, but I think he's got some um, – with his motor and his toughness and his football IQ to make a roster. I like him. And then, of course, I love Anton Winfield. And uh, I think he's done a really good job in his meetings with teams, the, the um, video meetings that they're having. 
done a really good job. And, and there's a lot of comparison. And there's rightly so to some of the things that he does. It's very much like Tyron Matthew. And if he can be that type of player, he can be a real impact for somebody. Let's talk at a couple of guys. Talk about a couple of guys. J.K. Dobbins. How does he fit? How good is he? Where does he fit? How high should he go? Dobbins is really an intriguing player. Very talented. He's had a great career uh, out at um, at Ohio State. And impresses me is his versatility. Had good production in his sophomore year. He's broken a lot of records there. I do not look at his height as an issue negatively. Um, he is compact, well-built. He's a weight room warrior, massive thighs. And that's why he does a great job of grinding through arm tackles and plays with that low center of gravity and gets guys to bounce off of him. He complements his power with the ability to maneuver and zip in and out of tight spaces. I think he's got a really spectacular jump cut. Hits the ground running. Um, finishes his runs very, very well. Stiff arms, very impressive. Um, reliable receiver out of the backfield. Tucks it away securely. Blocks bigger than his size. He's not stopwatch fast. Um, not an elite breakaway speed. Not concerned about that. I want guys to be quick to and through the hole, and he does that. Um, I like his reliability as a ball carrier. Uh, did not did wear down a little bit. Nineteen fumbled three times in back-to-back games against Penn State, and Michigan. But for the most part, he's done a really good job. Um, you know, I think he's he's going to be a really good all-around player that is going to help a team early um, and be really effective early. I just think he's got the goods to be um, somebody that can be a little bit of a a Ryan Matthews, not quite Alvin Kamara type of guy. He's a little bit different, uh, but I think can be a centerpiece type back. I think can be real effective in the passing game, real effective in the run game, and and run with more power than he looks now. Kamara's a bigger guy, but Dobbins is very, very strong and plays a little bigger than uh, than he looks. So I, I think he's good, and I think he's you know excited to um, see where he goes. Take a look at where I have him on the draft board, where his value is. And where he might go, it's interesting to see, again, how many first-round grades and uh, how the, some of this stuff plays out. But I think he's going to be great value for somebody. Um, Antoine Winfield, we kind of alluded to him a little bit and what I like about him as a player and what I think he can bring as a player onto the next level that can be a slot cover guy, that can be very effective maybe playing in the deep middle, doing some safety things. Uh, I think he's got a lot of ability. Um, I think in terms of it's a little 
little Tyron Matthew, probably more of Anton Bethay type of player. Um, but I think a ball hawk, the big thing for him is to stay healthy, to be able to do the type of things that he needs. He may be a better free safety. Love his football instincts. He's a great tackler. Um, physical. Uh, does a great job of playing the ball in the air. He attacks it and catches it. And he's a threat to score once he does. He has the ability to be a really good special teams player in coverage, a return man, good value, a depth blitzer, position versatility, can play corner, can play in the slot, can play in the boundary, can play free safety. He is undersized. I think he's probably a better fit in the zone scheme. Um, but he can be – he's not the fastest player, but he's got cerebral speed, um, can play a little bit loose at times, um, but really good player. I tell you who he's also a little bit like is Desmond King. Um, came out of um, Iowa. He's with the Chargers. That type of player. Questions about the long speed, good football player instincts, but great versatility. And love him as a slot guy and as an inside guy that's a tackler. Love me some Anton Winfield. And I um, think he's going to be a really good player. want to get in next week, talk a little bit about K.J. Hamler and what his role can be out of the slot coming out of Penn State. And Demon Arnett, I think, someone that's very underrated in this draft. So make sure that you check. We'll talk about them tomorrow um, or uh, next week, rather, um, on next week's show. And we'll get into that. We like to talk about a few of these guys every day, and we've done that, and we've talked about quite a few of them uh, each and every week as we lead towards the draft. We're two weeks away from this Thursday from the draft, so uh, we're going to get into more of them and kind of get you an idea about how things are playing out as time has come along uh, as we're getting towards the draft at the end of this month. I appreciate you joining us. A reminder to check in with our folks at 401k Generation, will you? Uh, they're great folks um, that are the financial experts that can help you through these tough times, help you through good times, help you at any time. They're really, really valuable and helpful, and we hope you give them a call and tell them that you heard about them from us right here. Uh, they're licensed in all 50 states, so give them a call. In, uh, at one 998 5879 Make sure you're signing up for this podcast over at Landry Football's conference call. So uh, make sure that you take care of that. Hey, we appreciate you joining us, and join us again tomorrow as we talk more college football, Big 12 football and beyond. Make sure you flip on over and listen to our NFL podcast as we continue to get you prepared for the draft, free agency, talk about different players and break down teams. I know we've got uh, today the NFC South, and then um, we're going to get into uh, the rest of the week, uh, finish it up with the West teams, AFC and NFC. So a lot to get to, a lot of football going on, a lot of information going on. So you want to make sure that you're checking in on LandryFootball.com regularly. Make sure you get a membership. It's like having your own scouting department at your disposal for less than a magazine subscription. So check uh, check us out today. You're going to love it, and you're going to get more information, even more information than we're able to provide you here. Appreciate you joining us. Be safe out there, everybody. Talk to you over on the pro side, and talk to you tomorrow.
I'm Chris Landry. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.